And welcome back to the Petcash Pod. I'm your host, Andrew Petcash. Another big week of some interesting headlines that I want to dive deeper in. I don't have any housekeeping items, so we're going to jump right in today, starting, as always, with the feel-good sports stories. First up, we got Giannis Antetokounmpo, who just last week became a minority owner in Nashville SC, but this week he is donating $1 million to local mental health services in Milwaukee, where he currently plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. So it's awesome to see, you know, kind of synergistically a investment to become an owner, but then also giving back just a week later. So these athletes, I mean, come on, some of the top performers in the world, not just on the court, but also off. And it's awesome to see. And now let's head over to the business of athletes. First up, we got LeBron James and his family office, LRMR Ventures. They are signing a lifetime deal with Fenway Sports Management, which is the parent company of Fenway Sports Group. So that's where they own the Boston Red Sox, Pittsburgh Penguins, and then some European soccer teams as well. And basically, this deal is going to allow the Fenway Sports to continue facilitating opportunities for LeBron James and his team around him, not just on investment, but also marketing and sponsorship. I think it's uh, important that that it's a, a lifetime deal between this kind of setup. It's very interesting. Um, I think we're going to see more athletes kind of get into realm like this. And I'm going to tie it together with the post in the newsletter over the next couple of weeks that kind of really will shed light on uh, the trend that I'm seeing um, and that I want to shine some light on. Michael B. Jordan, he came out with his Creed 3. He was both the director and star of the movie. And it is it came out as the highest netting debut for a sports film in history. $58.6 million over the first weekend. And then over the first two weekends, over $100.4 million globally. So absolutely crushing it. Boxing movies and films in general aren't dead. And I think we're going to see more of this. I think sports is really hot right now, as we always talk about. And not just Michael B. Jordan, but I think you want to relate this to athletes. Because I think we're going to see things, maybe as some of them retire, like a LeBron James or Lionel Messi, or Cristiano Ronaldo, or Serena Williams, having some of their own movies, because they all have their own production companies. So that's definitely that's something definitely to keep an eye on. We had another ruling that is going to affect all athletes, and some of you know how I feel about this, but nonetheless, the USA Powerlifting Federation, they banned J.C. Cooper, who was a transgender female athlete from participating in events that were reserved for biologically female athletes. But anyway, J.C. Cooper challenged a decision in court, and she just won. So basically, USA Powerlifting has two weeks to revise its policy and allow transgender women, so biological men, to compete against females. So a ton of backlash. Um, I mean, it's a billionaire's daughter, uh, J.C. Cooper, or son, um, if you label it biologically. But I don't know. I just think this is bad for women's and female sports when you're having men basically come in biological men come in go through transgender right who cares you know you can do whatever you want but then be able to compete it's going to break a lot of records cause a lot of problems and then it hurts female women's sports big time over time and uh something else when athletes make a lot of money you know and uh, some of their significant others they can get sued divorces it can result in big lawsuits and tiger woods is currently going through that right now with his ex-girlfriend Erica Herman suing for $30 million, claiming that Tiger Woods violated a oral Tennessee agreement that she could live at his residence for a certain duration of time in exchange for performing valuable service. So there was all these documents signed, as you might expect, but essentially she's saying Tiger locked her out by trickery, 
and that the 30 million represents the rental value for the remaining five years of the alleged agreement. So I don't know. I mean, it seems like she's just trying to pull some money out of Tiger, but you see with big money these athletes have and the star and the influence, there's a lot that comes with it as well. And, uh, you know, as an athlete, you need to have a good team around you from lawyers to advisors to business partners and all that. So, uh, we'll see how that one plays out, but, uh, yeah, not a fun one. I'm sure for tiger, something he wants to deal with as we head into prime golf season. But the big story I want to talk about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens standoff. It, uh, it's starting to play out a little bit and we're seeing, there's a lot behind the scenes that I want to touch on that I think is important. But first off, they signed the Ravens placed the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. So essentially there's two tags. You can get the exclusive tag, which allows teams the exclusive negotiating rights and players can either accept the tag or work towards a long-term deal or not play. And then there's the non-exclusive tag, which is what the Ravens and Lamar did, which is cheaper, but it comes with risks because other teams can, uh, the player can negotiate with other teams. Um, and then, but the original team can match it. Basically why this is important is because Lamar Jackson wants a fully guaranteed contract despite missing, you know, several games over the last two seasons. So whatever you think about the situation, right, he has had some injury problems. He wants all of this money guaranteed. And some are saying that the owners of leagues are basically colluding because only four players have ever had completely guaranteed deals, one being Deshaun Watson. So basically, they're trying to, at least some are alleging, they don't want to give them the guaranteed contract because then this is going to set a precedent that going forward, you know, star QBs get fully guaranteed money despite any injury problems or, you know, if they don't play or, or they just start playing worse. So it's a fine line. There's a lot of leagues that have pretty solid guaranteed contracts. I think I'm somewhere in between. I think Lamar should get paid, but I do not think it should be fully guaranteed just based off some of his injury history. But we'll see how it plays out. It's certainly interesting. And the athletes, as you see now, they have a lot more leverage, which is uh, working in their favor in these leagues and teams. They make a lot of money as well. So let's not forget that either. But it is a business. And uh, that's what's going to come to come down to at the end of the day. The last athlete business story I have this week is Match Day. They are a Web3 sports startup um, all around creating like video games, using NFTs and all this stuff. But they raised a $21 million seed round. So interesting timing right around now. They have some good investors in courtside ventures hack vc horizons ventures but also Lionel messi who is making his second investment out of his new venture firm playtime and uh yeah messi very big in web3 and crypto as i uh, put out on twitter if you want to take a look at that at some of his stuff but uh super interesting let's now head over to nil and college sports isaiah foskey is currently training to play in the nfl and this past weekend, he was at the NFL Combine, and they had obviously a bunch of interviews and all this stuff. And he played college in, at Notre Dame in Indiana, uh, South Bend. And he gave some interesting statements uh, that just kind of reflect, I think, the bigger picture of college sports and NIL, but also just of like not, you know, not probably doing the best thing in favor of Notre Dame. But basically, what he said is if he would have known in 2019 how hard it would have how hard it was for him to make money from nil at notre dame he would have probably went other elsewhere just because they're throwing money at uh he's saying like other schools are just throwing money at players and at notre dame you got to do autographs you could you got to do all this stuff and you're still not going to make as much so definitely not the recruiting pitch that i'm sure a lot of recruits want to hear that are thinking about going to notre dame but uh just interesting kind of shows the space right a lot of it's coming down to money 
which, uh, you know, that's what Nick Saban said as well this past week when he was talking with Sports Illustrated and basically he just said, which we all know, right, for the most part, he said guys are going to school where they can make the most money. They're not valuing, you know, what can help them the most in their future other than money. And, uh, you know, I, I think he's right on a lot of degrees. It's certainly true. Now, of course, there's some athletes that might take a little less money to go somewhere they want to go a little bit more. But for the most part, I, I think it is true. We need some kind of salary cap or we need we need something just to pull it in. I had Blake Lawrence, uh, CEO and co-founder of Open Doors on the podcast uh, at the end of last week. So he'll be on. You'll you know, I'll release that this next week. And it's interesting. We talk about a lot of this stuff. And uh, yeah, the NCA certainly and just college sports got a long way to go um, to figure some of this stuff out. But money, huge factor in most of these high level college football and men's college basketball players, which is uh, also interesting when we have Dabo Sweeney, who has had a lot of kind of hypocritical statements over the last couple of years, just basically saying he would be done if payers ever got if players ever got paid and all this stuff. And and now he's all for NIL and Clemson releases their cab facility, which is like all student athlete branding. They have podcast studios and learning centers and all this media stuff. And it's absolutely incredible. I had it in my last post on Friday. You should definitely check it out if you haven't. We're just we're just going to continue to see this. Every school is going to have these facilities all around student athlete branding, education, media, podcast, videos, short form, all this kind of stuff. And uh, Clemson, one of the first ones to jump in and, and add it on. And funny enough, it's right next to their indoor football stadium, which uh, which makes too much sense. We also had an interesting story this past week of LSU gymnast Livy Dunn. She endorsed a artificial intelligence essay writing product. And it first off caused a media outrage. And then second, it raised questions around whether athletic programs at these universities should provide clear ethical guidelines for athletes earning money from NIL. Um, but but anyway, there's a lot of professors and stuff and just people in the media saying, oh, this is promoting plagiarism and all this stuff. I don't know. I mean, it's an AI product. This stuff is here. It's not going away. We all know it's going to change education. I mean, it's like you could say the same thing about Google in the past, right? Like, oh, kids are looking up answers. And then now it's like you find ways to adjust and stuff. And it's like the same thing now with AI. And, and I think the deeper question that we all have to think about is as this AI, artificial intelligence, continues to get better, you know, what What happens when a lot of just jobs and stuff start becoming automated? And how? what are we going to do with people? And I don't think it's as far out as a lot of us think, where a lot of simple tasks can just be completely automated with artificial intelligence. Uh, so nonetheless, Livy, she did well, I'm sure, <laughs> as an NIO deal with that, got paid a lot. It got 1.5 million views. Cactus AI, who did the deal, I'm sure they benefited greatly as well. And uh, yeah, this stuff's interesting. Um I enjoy kind of kind of looking at it a little deeper, right? Obviously, there's a story, but you know, what are the implications? What does it actually mean? Um, yeah, and other two things from NIL we had were number one, financial finesse. They are one of the largest financial education platforms in the country. They plan to provide a free financial literacy certi- certification program to universities and student athletes. So, you know, a lot of education programs coming in and trying to charge these universities. And they're saying, you know what, we've been doing this for companies for years. I think they were founded in 1999. Let's just give it to all these uh, people for free. 
And uh, when you have athletes that have that entrepreneur mindset, maybe they look back, maybe they start a company in five years, 10 years, and they look back and they go, oh yeah, I remember doing financial finesse. Let me get this set up for my company. So smart move in my opinion from them. And one of the biggest stories that definitely went under the radar from college sports slash NIL this past week was we have two former Brown basketball players. So that's in the Ivy League, one female, one male, and they filed a lawsuit arguing Ivy League schools illegally conspired to limit financial aid and not compensate athletes for their services. So as some of you may know, Ivy League schools do not offer athletic scholarships. So some of them get some aid. Obviously, the best players <laughs> seem to get a lot of aid, if not the full aid. But you're usually you're going to pay for your school. It operates much more similar to a Division three. yet they all compete in Division one. And I'm talking about the Ivy League schools. So I don't know how that case will play out. I think it's certainly interesting. I think Ivy League schools should offer scholarships. They say, oh, it's all to keep, you know, the student piece of it first. But, uh, I mean, you go to Harvard, they have great, incredible facilities. And, uh, and obviously, they have all, a lot of these have huge endows, endowments and donors. And you bring NIL into it, you know, things get more interesting. I mean, you could attract some really great players to say, hey, you know, I went to an Ivy League school. I got paid a lot of money from NIL. Yeah, let me go play football or basketball or, you know, whatever the sport may be. But, as always, cool, fun week in name, image, and likeness. And I love breaking it all down let's head on over to sports business stories we had we had some some cool companies launch some initiatives and also some additional fundraisers which is uh, always good especially we're seeing a lot in sports but across most of the space right it's not a it's not an ideal time especially with the whole silicon valley bank thing going on right now first up we had the mls they are planning to launch an incubator program for startups called mls labs and it's going to help young sports tech companies scale their projects or projects, but also products at, or services at league affiliated events and including like the MLS all-star game. And they're going to bake it in, which at the same time this past week, the NBA, they have their own little, they call it the Launchpad accelerator. They announced the next seven sports technology startups to be admitted. And uh, they also at the same time participated in series B fund funding round for analytics firm video cities and uh, we had a third accelerator slash incubator but this one from the company side being in Chili's they are a global leader in blockchain blockchain technology for web3 sports and entertainment they uh, have the they have like a token as well but they launched a 50 million dollar blockchain incubator and accelerator and aiming really on the intersection of web3 and they called it like sports slash entertainment so we'll see how that goes. And they also made an investment out of that in Block Asset, which is an NFT athlete platform. Um, so so cool to see, you know, the announcement and then also the first like kind of investment right from it. And uh, we'll, we'll see how that all plays out. I'm going to cover this a little deeper on Wednesday. I think it's uh, there's there's a lot to to the stories here. I think uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll like where I'm going with it. We also had Donu Sports. They are a wearable sports analytics technology platform. They raised 3.5 million euros in Series A funding round by Castlegate Investments. And uh, they're going to create 10 new jobs with this. They, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're essentially smart socks. So, you know, you, the socks have like a chip in them or, you know, little, little smart, smart socks. And uh, they can give you like live analysis, analytics, 
It can connect to strength and conditioning coaches, uh, you know, er, er, the whole space. You know how this, uh, these smart analytics things work. And uh, basically, mostly in Europe. Um, so this may lead to a little expansion as well. Women's Sports had a good announcement when CVC Capital Partners, they are a global private equity firm. They used to have some ownership in Formula One racing series, but they're putting $150 million towards the WTA. And uh, that is the Women's Tennis Association. And they're trying to, you know, equal the pay, pay gaps a little bit between men and women. And a lot of this does have to do, though, with, too, the WTA lost a ton of revenue the last couple of years because they have some involvement in some tournaments in China. So I'm sure that plays a piece to the puzzle as well. And then the last sports business story we had coming out of India, which, as you all know, I've wrote, written about it a couple of weeks ago. I'm very bullish on $11 million round of funding for Fantasy Akata, which is a fantasy sports startup. And they're going to be competing with the with Dream Eleven, who is really the the behemoth in the space. But we'll see how that goes. Always good to see India companies raise some money, and I'll keep you up to date on the space. But as always, thanks again for listening. You'll enjoy the newsletters this co- upcoming week, and uh, hit me up if you ever have any questions. Make sure to share this with anyone that would find it interesting and or helpful. Peace.